Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello. Good evening. And welcome. And here we are once again. I don't know where the time goes, but it is true that the older you get, the faster it seems to disappear. It is, however, the best time of the week, because it is the best in modern and contemporary jazz on a Saturday night here on Manx Radio. Jumping in with myself, H. And me, Chris. And we hope you had a lovely Valentine's Day this week. Don't say we didn't warn you. And yes, can you believe it? It's half term already. Also, even if you were following the English heritage advice and left your Christmas decks up until Candlemas, the 2nd of Feb, they should be well away by now. So hopefully they brightened up a pretty dreary January. So H, with Christmas just a memory now, what takes you to sunnier climes this week? And what has been cold and misty, but uh, in a good way? <laughs> well, yes, my tree's been down for quite some time, you'll be pleased to hear. Um, here's one I hadn't actually uh, I picked up last year, I think, and only got round to listening recently. A, a favourite of mine on the European circuit, Ben Sluis. I will struggle with his name, though. Um, I was reminded of 12 stars. There's a new one coming out shortly from Melissa Eldana. That's a review of the old one for that one. Hits the shelves, though. Or hits the downloads, as the case may be. And Arturo Blakey. And from me, well, we remember. We take a tonic, we hit the mark, and to begin with, we'll have an M&M. No, not the confectionery. Something much better. Here's the m M&M and of note. <laughs> Thank you. 
not their day job, the fantastic Airmen of Note, uh, Airmen of Note rather, the US Air Force Band uh, with the best of their 2023 Heritage Series, which was a series of concerts and recordings featuring special guests and the 2023 recording, uh, the Heritage one, comes from actually the 2022 concerts and that was M&M with special guests on the recording. Would you like to take a punt at any of the uh, guests on solo there? No, I wouldn't really. 
Well, uh, you might recognise a name or two. Wycliffe Gordon on trombone, Ignacio, okay. Ignacio yes. Barroa on yeah. the drums, right. and featured on that track with the sax solos, guess who? Melissa Aldana. Who was Melissa? Yeah. Always yeah. a terrific band. The Airmen of Note will take the stage again as part of the 2024 Heritage Series with a new set of guests, Walter Smith III, Jane Monheit, and David Kikoski as guests. Should you be lucky enough to catch them, I would think they will be a terrific band live. Yeah, much more modern. If you just heard sort of a US Air Force band, you'd think, oh, it might be a rather traditional doing the Star Spangled Banner. If you saw it in Iraq, you might not be attracted to it, might you? It might be a great sound and a really modern, good driving, swinging sound as well. And as if by magic, we're coming to Melissa Eldana now because... It's, uh, it's been a while since her last one. I think it was one of my albums of 2022, 12 Stars, her first album on the Blue Note album uh, label. She's had several out uh, before that, most notably featuring her Crash Trio. I had the great joy of seeing her in trio setting at the Pizza Express uh, two or three years ago, and uh, very fine it was as well. First time I'd seen her. Chilean-born, of course, working out of the States, so I think mostly these days. And, yeah, 12 Stars, a wonderful album, and talking to our Luxembourg correspondent, he had just seen it, so she's uh, touring again with a uh, new band, not with the Crash Trio, but I think with a quartet now. Uh, he said, we're very fine indeed live. Uh, he picked up a copy of uh, 12 Stars and got it signed, of course. Who wouldn't? Um, and she has a new one coming out, not uh, available yet, and I hadn't seen it or seen any pre-release on it, but it will be on Blue Note again and coming out in 2024. So look forward to that very much. In the meantime, it just sort of drove me to go and dig 12 stars out again and have a play because I really enjoyed it of uh, uh, most recent releases. It's far and away my favourite. This is Falling.
terrific stuff. Really good album came out in uh, 2022, I think, if that if memory serves correct, on a blue note. Uh, Melissa Eldana, 12 stars. Melissa on tenor sax, uh, Lager Lunt on guitars and gizmos, as she uh, <laughs> lists it. Sullivan Fortner on acoustic piano and Rhodes on some tracks as well. Pablo Manera's bass and uh, Kush Abedi doing a great job on the drums there. And Melissa herself, yeah, wonderful p- uh, player com- coming out of the sort of Sonny Rollins stable, that lovely throaty, full-bodied sound. Great fan of Rollins' work and uh, started in the early age. Uh, her father was a professional sax player as well and her very first saxophone was a Selma Mark V, no, Mark VI even, uh, which was her grandfather's. Not a bad way to start out, is it? Great sound and a new album coming out. Look out for it. I don't know what it's called yet, but it will be on Blue Note and I understand it will be out this year. And the uh, current European tour, if you can catch it, and it does indeed have Lagerlund in the band with her still. So uh, next up for me, a Trinidad-born sax player and a rising star, Jesse Ryan. Jesse studied sax at Berkeley. Don't they all seem to these days, but still fantastic school. And uh, then moved to Canada where he got his bachelor's in contemporary music and is now studying for his master's in composition. His debut album, Bridges, got a Juno nomination, which is the Canadian equivalent to an Emmy. And while he was studying in Canada, unfortunately, his mother uh, lost her battle with cancer and sadly passed away. And uh, back in Trinidad, before he could get home, he wrote and dedicated this piece to her the night before she passed. Thank you. 
the night before she passed from composer, saxophonist and educator Jesse Ryan, who wrote the song as an ode to his mother as she passed away from cancer. He said it's a celebration of her life, her diversity, her struggles and her joy, as well as coming to terms with her loss. He made a video where he revisited Trinidad sadly after she'd gone and went to a lot of those old family friends and places to raise cancer awareness and all the funds from both the recording and the video go to a cancer charity. His album incidentally, which I'll pop into a bit later on in a different programme, Bridges, released back in 2022, explores his love for composing and playing, uh, exploring music that celebrates his, as I didn't even know this was a word, but Trinabagodian. Trinabagonian. That's not easy to say, though, is it? No, Trinabagonian. His Trinabagonian heritage and love for jazz tradition and features again, uh, you'd like this, an interesting uh, local traditional drum band, which is unique to Tobago. Sounds good to me and a great sound as well. You're listening to Jump In and... Jumping in the best in modern and contemporary jazz here on Manx Radio with Chris and myself, H. Always a pleasure to have your company. Uh, any thoughts, any time, drop us a line. Howard Kane at manxradio.com, Chris Kane at manxradio.com. Kane is C-A-I-N-E. Love to hear from you. Any thoughts, any bouquets, any brickbats, anyone you'd like here featured. Go easy on the brickbats, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, any cake, thoughts? Cake indeed. is always welcome. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you with anything you would like. It would be terrific. Um, yeah, Art Blakey, I thought we hadn't played him for a wee while, but more to the point, I was just sort of cruising as one does, looking at some YouTube on the TV the other day, and this Art, this Art Blakey documentary came up, which I remember I still got out in VHS tape somewhere. I've still got a VHS tape player as well. It was a great documentary, I remember, uh, from the mid-1980s, and it uh, brought me right the way back. People like Gail Thompson, I think, used to play with the Jazz Warriors, and IGJ, what happened to them? Into, we, I Dance Jazz, remember then, the London-based jazz dancers that used to come out mm, in their spats, yeah. and they, they were great, actually. They'd have the 1940s gear on, come and do this really great dancing to I guess stuff. they got old, is the truth, age. Well, yeah, they'd all be in their <laughs> 60s or something now, and I was looking, quite a few of the people in the documentary are, are no longer with us. Mamadi Kamara, the uh, percussionist who's based for ages, Sierra Leone percussionist based in London. And I think he actually died a few years ago at the age of 70-something or other. However, it did set me thinking about Blakey. You think of all the classic early Blakey with Lee Morgan and Lou Donaldson and such like, but of course he went on pretty much up until right at the end. I did have an album of exactly the band that was featured on the documentary. Uh, they were playing live at Ronnie Scott's, but all the tracks there are 20 or 30 minutes long. So I've got one similar sort of period I thought we'd play a bit out of, with art on drums, of course. Winton Marsalis on trumpet, James Williams bass, Robert Watson uh, on the um, alto sax, Donald Harrison on alto, uh, Bill Pierce on tenor, Charles Farnborough, brilliant on bass, Terence Blanchard, who was the musical director for a long time, on trumpet, and John O'Neill on piano. Um, it's round about that sort of time, in any case, one of the later bands, in other words. Here we are, Duck Soup.
Great playing from uh, yes, a later version, or later-ish, I say that. It's actually two or three years before the documentary I was watching, I think. That band actually dates from 1981 with a young, like I said, Wynton Marsalis when he was, uh, yeah, it shows how long ago it was. I mean, just, I saw Wilton Marsalis a year ago back, and of course he's an elder statesman and revered and all the rest of it. He was then one of the young upcoming Turks, as they would say, the young Turks of jazz coming through with Art Blakey, as so many of them did over the years. Charles Farber, of course, and Terence Blanchard, still going strong, done loads since then, musical direction for various bands and in pits and film and all sorts of stuff, and uh, still doing his own albums as well. Charles Farnborough, still going strong. I think Donald Harrison, yeah, he's knocking around. Uh, and Wynton Marsalis, well, yeah, he's done okay for himself over the years. Uh, he's won Grammys and whatever in both classical and jazz as well. Modestly entitled Album of the Year, that album, uh, Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers from 1981. Funny enough, you mentioned Donald Harrison. He's just got a new single out. I'd like to try and make a mix of it because it's a single with three different versions of the same song. One is a hard swing straight ahead version. One is trap hip hop and the other one is trip hop, whatever the differences are. But they're all totally different arrangements and styles of the same song. Definitely, uh, uh, yeah, keeping young, obviously. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I featured a track from Water Fabric, which is the latest release from Norwegian pianist Espin, Espin Borg, uh, featuring a fascinating lineup, including piano, trumpet, and a string trio and drums with musicians. Mixed backgrounds of jazz, classical, Norwegian folk music to great effect. And indeed, along with the majority of his previous releases, which we've had, they've all had an ECM-type Nordic cool about them and not what we might call car music. But he does have another side, uh, and his musical personality is demonstrated here with another one of his bands, A Tonic for the Troops. Besides the fact that the cover of the album is not to everyone's taste, including mine, but from the second release, here's the title track, A Realm of Opportunities.
opportunities from the Norwegian band Atonic for the Troops. And that was a title track from their recently released second album, A Realm of Opportunities. Both this and the previous release, uh, Ambush, which topped many Album of the Year polls uh, in that part of the world. Absolutely outstanding, and they couldn't be further from the cool and ethereal sound of Water Fabric, which is a great album in its own space, but the driving nature and great soloing gives a dynamic force this band which I'm sure would be terrific to see live. And who are they? Well, uh, being on the Norwegian Sea today, they're all independent leaders, and it shows a great composer. She's also accompanied, sorry, I beg your pardon, Bassett, the versatile uh, Norwegian scene today, Ellen Brecken, who's established herself as the most versatile bassist on the Norwegian scene today. And as the album also shows, is a great composer. She's accompanied by Magnus Bakken, no relation, on sax, Magnus Sefansian on the drums, and the powerful piano playing, in this case, of Espen Berg, who uh, we see in shining in a new light as well. I really enjoy both of the albums, and I promise you, I'll bring you a taste of Ambush in a future show. If you can catch them live, just don't be put off by the uh, cover shots of the album. Mm, up in the way, um, never judge a book by its cover, as they say. Uh, someone I've enjoyed for a goodly number of years and have seen a couple of times at Brussels in uh, various settings is the uh, Belgian sax player Ben Sluis, who uh, plays in all sorts of different formats. I've never seen him, I think, in the UK, but he's often active around the, particularly around the Brussels and the Belgian area. Uh, here's one I picked up actually last year, but I've only just got round to listening in the, in the <laughs> last few weeks, uh, which is called Particles. And from that, we're going to hear Miles, not ahead, but behind. Thank you. 
Terrific stuff. Um, we were saying he pops up in all sorts of different formats, big bands, small bands, uh, solo, I think, certainly trios, quartets, you know, all those sort of settings. Uh, when we've seen him at Brussels Jazz, usually been in sort of the club-type settings rather on the bigger stage, generally, in, in any case, um, and seems to be busy enough there. Whether he plays much around Europe as well or whether he stays pretty much around that Belgian circuit... I don't know. I think he's pretty much that way. He certainly has several albums out under his own name over a goodly number of years. And like I said, we've seen him a couple of times, sometimes with his own quartet uh, and sometimes playing with uh, the wonderful pianist Augusto Piroda, which tends to be slightly freer. But I like his sound. Uh, he always seems a nice sort of chap. I only had a brief chat with him once or twice. It was quite studious, you know, which is always good. Um, plays uh, quite a, an armory of various different reed instruments. But a good one, that Particles on, uh, I think it's on the Verf label, and uh, Ben Sluis on the uh, place alto sax flute and alto flute, as well as Abraham de Luce on piano, uh, Lynette Heindels on bass, and Dre Palmatz, who's uh, often on the Belgian scene behind the kit. Uh, yeah, lovely sound indeed. And as you say, there are so many great European names that we don't necessarily come by. I was looking at his list, including, as you said, A Turkey is Better Eaten with the Augusta Perona Quartet, but uh, a string of 25 or so different recordings uh, in his own name. So plenty of stuff to go and have a look at there. Well, that's about it. I don't know uh, where the time goes, but we've just got time for a track from one of Kit Down's many projects. And I don't know how he fits them all in. What with Troika, the Neon Quartet, Enemy, a new sort of release out for them and a golden age of steam a newish release out for them not to mention his solo work for ecm and this his new trio dead eye here's the title track of their self-titled album from 22 dead eye see you next week same time same place cheerio (laughs) 